Welcome everyone to a new episode of the podcast Self-Evolution Regardless. So in today's episode, we'll be talking about something pretty darn interesting, hopefully. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? What I aim for at the end of the day is that you are interested by what I, you know, decide to talk about one day. If I say so myself. Um, so today's topic, and hopefully it'll be something interesting to listen to. It's... Okay. These are not going to be bad stuff. This is going to be a good, positive episode. And it's about... Signs of having healthy boundaries. Okay? Now, I've lost count when it comes to these. Because essentially they're not even numbered. (laughs) It's just... So basically they're bullet points and we're going to go through them. Because essentially... Sorry. uh, They're not really organized in any way. So... There isn't really a specific order that they follow. But the most important thing is that these are signs of healthy boundaries. um, And there is no particular order in them. So I got these from SharonMartinCounseling.com. And she's a psychotherapist who has plenty of interesting content when it comes to this. When it comes to psychology and mental illness and abuse and everything in between, including also everything that has to do with healthy boundaries and independence and self-love and self-care, we all, we all vibing for that self-love, self-care, philosophy, if you want to call it like that, and Definitely, uh, she's a coach, so she has her own um, schedule if you want to contact her. But uh, most importantly is that her content is definitely worth taking a look at. And her blog and website is very much uh, interesting. Okay, so let's begin. The first sign of having healthy boundaries would be saying no without guilt. Now, no can be a harsh, tiny, tiny little word that can be harsh and it can be looked at as a selfish word. And guilt is a cunning sad little thing that controls us sometimes but when they're both combined it's a terrible event but what happens if we say no without guilt what happens is this sort of relief and less emotional pain over what we have to think about what others have to say or what others have to think about us It's this relief of what if they don't like me anymore or what if 
I'm this bad person, or what if I hurt them, or what if it's unfair for them, especially, like I said in the very previous episode, it's very difficult for empaths to do this because essentially they think of the other person's interest before theirs, and so. And that, unfortunately, is having weak boundaries. So what we're... What she advises here, and what I totally agree with, and hopefully what you agree with as well, is that it's okay to say no without feeling guilty about it. It's not the end of the world, you know, the the sun is still turning, the earth is still spinning around, around the sun, and everything continues. Life goes on, and it's fine, it's okay, like, don't worry, don't worry about it too much. And... I know it's difficult, especially because you're raised, you're probably raised in an environment where you're never allowed to say no, but it's time to speak up and it's time to stand for yourself and stand for your needs and wants and, and, you know, you only live once in this life. So what, how, what time have you got to lose? Like seriously, it won't harm, it won't hurt. Um, okay, next up we have asking for what you want or need. Definitely a big important thing to do here because we everyone has wants and needs in this life. Like, you can't live with this life walking around like a zombie and just pretending everything's okay and everything's fine. And everybody requests you to do everything, but you... Don't have the right to ask for anything that you want or need uh, or that you expect from someone to do to you. And this is the problem with being raised in a toxic environment. You're fiercely independent. Which reminds me of the episode Nine Ways, I think it was, or Reasons Why Daughters of Narcissistic Parents, you know, date differently. Yeah, you could, you should... Check that episode out. I mentioned this before, but it's fine to repeat it. You know, it's okay. Um, Especially, like, when you ask for what you want and need, and you ask them firmly, that's already a big sign that you have healthy boundaries and that you know what you want and you respect yourself. And you want people to hear you. It's okay and it's absolutely important to be heard. You know, to to have your needs and wants heard by someone and they can actually, maybe, you know, if they're well-hearted enough. Sorry, I'm downloading something right now, so sorry for that. But um, it's fine that you ask someone for what it is you want or need from them to let them know what you're expecting from them. If it's a partner in a relationship or a colleague at work, or a friend, or a family member. You know, these are these things are necessary because we want to make sure that we're heard, but we can't have our expectations be detected by people. You know, they're not computers. People are humans, and humans don't know much. And if they don't know, don't expect them to read your mind, you know? Like, they're just unable to do it. Tell about it. Tell but tell people 
what it is you want and need. Sometimes it's okay to make your demands clear so that people meet your expectations. You don't have to be disappointed the whole time and stressed out and angry because of that. And because we've been trained to... Oh, that's loud. To hopelessly move around without asking for demands or wants or needs from everybody and we have to do everything on our own, it's going to be a very difficult thing to do, especially since independence is a huge part in our psyche and in our nature to do stuff on our own because usually we get scared of of the reaction of our parents because they scream and yell and fight the whole time so if we ask one more thing from them they're gonna show us their narcissistic rage again so we don't want to do this we just prefer to stay away just in our peaceful zone where nothing dangerous is gonna happen and we do stuff on our own which is exhausting and consuming of time and energy and mental energy but then we do it anyway but now it's time to go out in this world and ask for whatever it is you want and need from people so that you make sure your expectations are met. And you people and and you let people know what it is you're waiting from them and what you want from them. And that's okay. Alright? It's okay. That's part of communication and and being sociable and making connections it's okay this is totally fine all right next point is taking care of yourself this is a very important crucial essential basic fundamental foundational every single synonym of all these words (laughs) important because you're not just going to take care of yourself in terms of hygiene well that's very very basic and simple Okay, that's like the most important thing to do every single day of your life. You have to brush your teeth, you have to wash your face, you have to wash your hands every single every single time you get out or get in the house. Um, you know, take a shower, uh, I don't know, wear some perfume, wear some nice clothes, etc. Those are basic, but also taking care of oneself extends, or should I say transcends, to the... To the extent of intellectual uh, care of yourself, the sexual care of yourself, the physical, which includes exercise and working out and getting your body moving and even just a simple walk uh, for like 30 minutes or so. Um, Financially, taking care of yourself financially and even spiritually. Uh, you get, you take care of yourself intellectually when you read a book or read a blog post about some topic that you've been really interested in. You develop your brain. Uh, you learn a new language. It's so freaking amazing the way it feels. Um, in terms of physical care, I talked about that. In terms of financial care, you track your money where it comes and where it goes you budget your money um you track your spendings and income and everything and save a little bit you know it's okay to save um for a rainy day 
And spiritually, you know, you meditate or do some yoga or pray or dedicate some time to have this peaceful time within yourself and your uh, whatever it is you worship, um, God or the Oversoul or even just some time on your own. You know, you can just be peaceful and tranquil on your own. So that's a very big sign of having healthy boundaries. Next is saying yes saying yes because you want to and not out of obligation or to please others definitely something we suffer from is being a people pleaser and seeking everybody else's pleasure all the time okay and a lot of the times we feel like we're acting like a yes man and we always have to say yes like in under obligation because we feel like we have to like we have to agree the whole time we have to say yes we have to follow and not lead or take a different path from people and that's very bad because that's gonna not allow us to individuate and not allow us to be people who think for themselves and think critically it's okay to disagree you know sometimes you have to you don't really have to but like at a, at a certain point, you're going to find it very interesting to open your mind into new perspectives and new ways of looking at things. Either you do it or somebody else will do it to you if you disagree, for example. You may look at things from a different perspective and both your perspectives complement each other. There's no, you know, harm in doing so. In fact, it's a very enriching experience. It doesn't lead it doesn't have to necessarily lead to arguments and fights but what it what this does is people will lift each other up and they will compliment each other and um, everybody can teach each other something at the end of the day and so sometimes it's okay to say no and to disagree and to not feel like you you're obliged to say yes all the time because you want somebody to be happy and satisfied a lot of times even when you say yes and even when you're trying to be the yes man people will find you very too disagreeable like a freaking how do i say it uh doormat that everyone can step on and it's so bad it's it doesn't make you feel important, okay? It doesn't, it devalues you and it puts you in this position where people are just not going to care about you. They're not going to feel like you're someone worth something and it's going to be disturbing for people. So don't be obligated to say yes the whole time. It's totally fine to just... Say yes simply because you want to say yes. Simply because you're an independent human being with different desires and tendencies and wants and needs. And you just want to say yes because you want to. And it's not because you're obligated to say it. Okay? Different, always going the opposite way from how we're, we've been raised. Doesn't it feel like this is the opposite of what it what it was like to be raised in a narcissistic environment with a narcissistic system. This is the opposite. 
Next up is behaving according to your own values and beliefs. And believe me, when it comes to this, you will thank yourself a million times every single day because you finally truly look and understand and comprehend the importance of your own values and principles and you live by them. It's not just, you know, you say them to yourself or you remind yourself on a piece of paper what your values and principles are. But what's the most important thing is that you apply them in your life, that you implement those principles and values and live by them every single day. And whenever you get the chance that you live according to your principles and values, this is a very strong sign of having healthy boundaries as well. Feeling safe to express difficult emotions and have disagreement. Um, unlike the narcissistic abusive environment, it usually feels totally terrifying and traumatizing, unsafe to express difficult emotions like anger, frustration, complaint, sadness, um, and jealousy, you know, bad emotions, difficult emotions and have disagreements because you simply don't see things the way your family sees it. So it just so happens you want to express difficult emotions but also want to disagree. But in narcissistic abusive environments, it feels extremely difficult to do so. In fact, very likely that if you ever do that, any of those, It's going to be a narcissistic rage or even silent treatment where you're not heard and they're purposely, purposefully, purposefully, I don't know, purposely, intentionally ignoring you and they're not giving you enough attention and you're not heard and now you're screaming because you want them to hear you, to listen to you, but no, they're ignoring you because you don't matter, etc., etc. The most important thing is that you find these people where it's safe. It feels safe to... And you also, you feel internally safe when you're expressing these difficult emotions and when you disagree. The most important thing is you feel safe doing this. That is having a strong boundary. And I think a way that facilitates feeling safe when it comes to disagreeing and expressing difficult emotions is when you find support groups or people in general who are there for you no matter what, who are going to accept you and love you, no matter what, uh, there for you in the bad times as well as good times, and people who are your family but not necessarily blood. You know what I'm saying? So if you find people like that, definitely keep them. Keep them, okay? Because... If the communication with them is really easy and flowing and you feel like both of you are exchanging information uh, with a very pure, innocent intention, 
with no harm, no agenda, no backstory, no envy, no any of that bullshit, um, then you will certainly feel safe expressing your own difficult emotions and disagreeing. So, definitely go ahead and look for those relationships and keep those relationships alive. Okay. Um, next one is feeling safe to... Oh, sorry, just said that. Um, next one is feeling supported to follow your own goals. Following your own goals is something that becomes a huge challenge and a difficulty around people who constantly complain, constantly give you negative bad vibes, constantly keep you down, just compare you to others' achievements the whole time, minimize you, devalue you, show you no appreciation, no acceptance, no gratification, nothing at all. And these people are very, very difficult to, to have to deal with all the time. And you never feel supported when you're following your dreams around these people, okay? What you're going to want to do is, again, you look for these relationships where you feel supported following your own goals. And then the result will be that you will feel supported when you follow your own goals, when you have these relationships, when you're blessed to have these relationships. Definitely, it'll be there. It'll come. The support will come as long as you have good, healthy relationships with people who appreciate you for who you are and people who will take care of you in your worst times, but also celebrate the best of times with you genuinely and without having to compete with you and tell you that their achievements are better than yours and all that fucking bullshit. Okay, so I hope I made sense and I hope I discussed every single point sufficiently. Okay. Um, next one is being treated as an equal. Definitely... In narcissistic relationships, what happens is usually the narcissist will be, will make sure they be, feel, look, sound, smell, taste like the dominant, the superior one. And you are nothing but a bug to be squashed and stabbed, stepped on and crushed. Okay? Um, and that's how they make you feel. And that's how they do stuff to you every single time. They manipulate you, gaslight you, invalidate you, betray you, all the stuff in between, okay? Find the people where you're going to be treated as an equal. Just as important as they are, you are important as well. And when you find those people... Make sure you are treated as an equal individual, as an equal human being with, with, let's say, similar, almost, uh, needs and wants. Because if you're treated as an equal, then it's a, uh, that's not a, okay, so, if you're treated as an equal, then definitely that would be a factor of, one of the factors of what a healthy relationship is based on, 
Okay? Great. Being treated as an equal is definitely a good sign that you have strong boundaries. Okay? Or actually the other person having good boundaries with you, so that's great. Moving on. Taking responsibility for your own happiness. And you don't take responsibility for other people's happiness because you only live your own life in this goddamn earth. And you don't get to freaking take responsibility over anyone else's feelings, problems, actions. Remember their personal bill of rights? Remember those? So you take responsibility over your own happiness. You take the consequences seriously. You want you you want to achieve your happiness, you want to achieve your goals, you take responsibility over that and that only. If someone else is sad because you achieved something, that's their problem. That is their envy, that is their freaking complication, that's their insecurities projecting themselves onto you, which I'm going to talk about in the next next not the immediately next episode, but like the, after the next one, I'll talk about projection very very Thoroughly, hopefully, and so, yeah. Basically, if anyone envies you or has problems or gossips about you or smear campaigns uh, you, on you, you, uh, be behind your back in front of others and they spread rumors about you and all that stuff, that, that person is sad and they're having problems within themselves and they just want to make you sad and they want to frustrate you because they have nothing else to do in their life. Well, probably they do have a lot of stuff to do in their life, but they're just making it harder for you to achieve your happiness and goals. So, don't give a fuck about those people, okay? And definitely don't focus too much on what they're doing because definitely it's just it's just, it's just a waste of time and energy and thought and it's really all just a waste and it's not even necessary so forget about that take responsibility over your own happiness and beat it okay shifting gears to not feeling responsible for someone else's happiness I just said that. Uh, actually, shifting gears to being in tune with your own feelings. Because, you know, like, man, you, you, you have your own feelings to feel. You are the only person in control of your own feelings. Don't let anybody control how you feel or tell you how you should feel. They have no right to do that. And even if they're so entitled... And so grandiose within their minds. They're just living their world in their minds. Let them be, okay? If you feel like you want to express a feeling of excitement, joy, thrill, happiness, do it, for God's sake. Do it. If you feel like you want to express feelings of sadness, frustration, anger, express them. Tune in your own feelings. And the fact that you do tuning in, you do tune in your own feelings, that's a very strong sign of having strong boundaries. Okay? When you're tuning in your own feelings, you're 
loving yourself, you're taking care of your inner child, you're being a parent, you're a healthy, loving, caring, affectionate parent to your fragile, innocent, pure inner child within you, okay? You have the total absolute right to be connected with your inner child who usually will be emotional most of the time. They're not really rational. So if you're really connected with your inner child and you're being a great parent to your inner child, please do and make sure you're always tuning in to your feelings without anybody's intervention and in however you feel, whenever you feel, whatever it is you feel at any time. Nobody is responsible for anybody else. Period. Okay? Next step is knowing who you are, what you value, what you like. Because, you know, the, remember the saying, know thyself. When you know yourself, you know your values, and you know what you like and what you don't like, what you hate, what you love, what you agree with, disagree with, what you tend towards, what you avoid, you know yourself. You're connected with yourself. You're, you have an identity. You don't have an identity crisis. You know what it is you follow. You know what, what drives you. You know what gets your attention. You know what keeps you interested. You know who loves you, who hates you, who wants the best for you, who, who schemes and plans to take things away from you, etc. But when you are connected to your core, connected to yourself, when you're connected to your identity, you will know for sure your values and your likes and dislikes, etc. The examples are endless. But when you do know yourself, and when you do know your values, and when you do know what your likes and dislikes are, you are a person who has very strong boundaries. Protect that. You're the most precious thing you have to protect. So protect that. And that's the final one. <laughs> that's the final one. That's the most important one. If you know who you are and you know what your values are and what you like and dislike, that's for sure going to be the strongest and biggest sign you have healthy boundaries with yourself and others. Connect with yourself. Connect with your identity, with your core. Stay connected with your inner child. Parent that inner child. Take care of that inner child. Go ahead. And love yourself to the utmost. Love the people around you as much as you can. If they love you, show them you love them back. Don't hold off on your expectations and wants and needs. Make sure you express them clearly to know that, you know, to remember sometimes that it's okay to remind people what it is you want from them, what it is you expect from them, because people don't know all the time and they forget. And it's totally okay to express them, to be able to express your feelings and to tune into your feelings and difficult emotions and to be honest with yourself. 
to say no whenever it is appropriate, to say yes because you want to and not because you're obliged to. And most importantly, you don't have to be a yes man the whole time to just please others because you want to. Or because you've been raised to please people all your life. It's time to stop that. It's time to put a stop to that and to take care of yourself and put yourself first. And then take care of people. If they need you, of course. Because the first person who's going to need you is you. So take care of yourself first and then look out for others. So this is it for this episode. I definitely do hope you enjoyed and learned something from this episode today. Uh, As much as I enjoyed recording it, again, don't forget to... Look at the links in the show notes that I'll be posting on the Facebook page, Instagram page, the merch uh, page, and Patreon, and the tiny little blog that I am trying to, you know, update here and there if I find the time to. And if you want to see this podcast successful and thriving, it's okay to just support it, you know, here and there. Just even tiniest, smallest amount will be very much appreciated. And you'll be given a special shout out about that. And a very special thank you on the next episode. So, I will see you in the next episode of Self-Evolution Regardless.